Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Today we are going to be talking about a very cool subject that should be encouraging to a lot of people. And that's the thought that God holds your destiny. And basically what I feel right now is there are a lot of people who the Lord has spoken to them about their future, spoken to them about their destiny, but I feel like there might either be blocks in their way or you might feel like you're not getting there. And the Lord wants to encourage some people with an example from the Bible, from Israel when they were taking their promised land. And hopefully this will give you some peace, some patience, and maybe even a lens change to understand uh, the Lord's process a little bit and what he's doing and working in your life. And maybe even why some things haven't come to you yet. So there's a verse, I think it's in Exodus, where Israel is camped outside of the promised land. Joshua hasn't taken them in yet, and the Lord's kind of speaking to them about the promised land and, you know, giving them the basis of their society. And the Lord makes a statement that, I will not drive all the inhabitants out before you in a single year, lest the land become desolate and the wild beasts, you know, overrun you. You know, and as I was meditating on that, it was kind of like, you know, I really don't think there's a giant herd of a million coyotes wandering around the Israeli desert at that time, you know? Like, I don't think he was referring to actual wild animals. You know, I'm pretty sure an army with swords and could take care of that. But how many times in our own life, in my life, in your life, have we been asking the Lord for something, but as a good father, he knows we're not ready to handle it? You know, what What father on their kids just learning to drive gives them a sports car or a Porsche? You know, something with too much power that they can't handle. <laughs> just a quick side note, that would be awesome, but you get my point. And so we see this overall theme of the Lord wanted Israel to take the promised land city by city because they learned certain things when they did that. Uh, I think Joshua, at the time of his death, from Jericho to the time when he died, Israel had conquered most of the promised land, not all of it, because the Lord said there were still, at the time of uh, Joshua's death, there were still things they needed to do and land to conquer. But I think it took them seven years uh, from Jericho to, you know, seven years to do their battles. Now think about that. Think what the entire army learned over a seven-year period of warfare. All the obedience to God, all the battles they fought, Seeing, you know, there's a verse about, uh, you know, you will inherit wells you didn't dig, vineyards you didn't plant, houses you didn't build. You know, Israel got to see all of that firsthand and experienced it. And one of the bigger miracles is that when Israel was fighting their battles in the promised land on, I'm pretty sure it's every single one or uh, obviously majority of them, that the Lord went alongside them and fought alongside them in supernatural ways. Uh, one incident that comes to mind, I think it was their second, third, or fourth battle, but it was like the five kings after Jericho fell allied against Israel and came out in you know huge numbers, larger than the Israel army or Israeli army. And as the battle went on, uh, hailstones got thrown down from heaven and killed more people than uh, the, the swords of Israel that day. And I'll have to find the verse again and put in the footnotes, but there's another thing where the Lord's like, you know, I'm I'm bringing out these numerous tribes against you because so you wouldn't think it was your your strength that did this. I mean, you know, Joshua prayed for the sun to stand still for a day, and it did, and Israel was able to t- conquer the, their entire army they were fighting. So I feel like some people have wanted to start businesses, 
Some have wanted to start a family. Uh, some want to invest in certain areas. Some want to go on mission trips. This could be any anybody, any one of you. And the Lord is saying that, you know, my beloved son, my beloved daughter, I need to build things in you. You're not ready. And this should not be a, you know, a heavy thing, but a bright and joyful thing saying that he will get you ready and he wants to equip you so you can actually handle the things that are coming up for you. There were several times in my life where I desperately wanted to get past through a trial or get done with my process, but I had to trust the Lord. And I was so thankful at the end of it when I trusted the Lord because the things he had built in me in those painful times were well worth it and have well prepared me for what I'm facing today. Uh, For example, patience. It is one of the things that I was one of the most uncomfortable things to learn over the past nine years plus. But it is one of the most fruitful things in my life and has given me a lot of stability in life. And that patience was built because the Lord spoke to me years ago, uh, you know, 2012 roughly, about things that would happen in my life that are now just coming to uh, to bear fruit and begin. And so if you're holding on to God from when he's given you a promise, and if you walk with him, he is probably already building these things in you. And I see people who already have these things built in them. And so the Lord wants to encourage you to, you know, spend time with him, ask him, and may he show you the good things he's already been building in you. And so what I hope this does, I hope this gives people encouragement and joy and strength And I pray the Lord would do this for you, too, to show you what he's been building in you. uh, And he'd give you the patience uh, to see it through to completion. So thank you, Father, for your kids. Thank you for Jesus and what he did on the cross. And thank you for the wonderful things you can build in uh, in a believer's life with a submitted, obedient heart to him. Uh, I ask that you just give people grace and revelation, uh, protect their minds and hearts as they go through these transitions and trials. Uh, and just give them joy and strength. In Jesus' name, amen.